the world's fucked, apparently. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Alyssa? Yeah, look, Ken, uh, I have definitely felt that way about a few experiences in my life. However, um, you know, through these experiences, I have just learned how to deal with the giant watermelons that come smashing into your lives sometimes. And, you know, you can always be better. You can always learn something new. And I'm really excited to share that with our listeners. By smashing watermelons. <laughs> By smashing watermelons. <laughs> oh, this podcast is off to a great start. <laughs> Let's go. Perfect. What now? Welcome to the very first episode of our podcast. We're very excited to have you here. We're very excited. I'm Ken. And I am Alyssa. And we finally got our mouths off Facebook Messenger to put some words into your eardrums. So, our podcast is about smashing watermelons. I'm kidding. (laughs) If you weren't turned off by the idea of smashing watermelons, our podcast is about the issues and problems that school never prepared us for and how we go about managing them. Most definitely. And, you know... People of our generation are frustrated with the burden of so many issues that they don't know how to deal with. And we want to empower people to work on themselves so they can be in the right position to overcome their frustrations, therefore improving the world around them, of course. And Well, that, that helps. That helps. Do you have anything to add to that, Ken? Uh, just a, just a few things. I think that look, you know, education plays a big part in this too. I think you know you've probably got a lot more of a hand to play with that because of your experience, your more recent experiences too. I yeah, you know, like, I mean, the education system it's it's set us up to focus on knowledge and who we're going to become, and rather than focusing on our our inner self, and I, I genuinely believe that we're not, you know, we're not taught to be aware of our internal state. And that is really the most powerful place to create from. Yeah, I agree with that. I think a lot of that comes from the fact that school is teaching you hard skills to get into a university. It's sort of a hyperbole for how you can deal with being in a job because you obviously are given set tasks that you have to do on a daily basis. But life is not all about work. And in fact, if if life were just work, it would be a much simpler place. <laughs> probably, a, a, probably a more unhappy place too, but that's, that's, a, that's a subject for another day. We're not here to shit on schools. We're not here to no, say, no, no. we're not here to be like, oh, thank fuck we're out of high school. <laughs> we are more about offering creative, funky suggestions for, you know, how we can improve ourselves. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's very easy to, I think, go into this being like, oh, you know, I didn't get anything out of school. You did get something out of school. It's just that it didn't prepare you for a lot of the stuff in life, yeah. which we'll get to in a minute. But before we do, I mean, I love the sound of my own voice, but I, I feel like it needs a bit of context. So, <laughs> so who are we? Yeah, who are we? What do we do? Well, Ken, do you want to share a little bit about your background and, and why you're here? I was happy on the street before you picked me up and forced me to do this with you. Are you still reading the script I gave you? <laughs> that was not part of the script. <laughs> I, well, you know, when you, I, I did what you asked, you said comprend and I did comprend what you put down too. All right, me. 
okay, my life. In a nutshell, uh, I was doing diplomacy at uni. I finished school wanted, and I knew that I wanted to travel overseas because I wanted to have an experience that was completely different to living in Sydney. Uh, and so after I escaped the nest, I met some people who became friends for life. I became fluent in Japanese I when I moved to Japan, to Kyoto in Japan, and I... Um, had such an immersive experience and I really got a lot out of uh, my time there because I was working at a a really, really amazing bar that was in one of the dodgiest areas of all of Kyoto Had the highest number of STDs in that region alone. But you know, the the things you do for experience and, um, (laughs) and I was also studying Japanese at the same time. But the thing that I got out of that experience was being able to organize a lot of shared events for people that enabled us to come together, grow deeper as a group. And I wanted to then do event management when I returned to Sydney. But then skip a few years later and what I actually really got a lot out of is doing a lot of problem solving. And that was on behalf of a lot of companies that I've worked for. But over the years since being back, I've become increasingly frustrated with the way businesses have been run And I felt powerless to be able to do anything. I grew frustrated and angry with people around me and the way they were doing things, whether it be, you know, in a work-based situation or even just in life. And it was really unhealthy because I would be stewing on these thoughts and I didn't judge anyone or these businesses. I just, you know, I didn't derive pleasure from being like, that's shit. I was like... (laughs) I want to help you, but I just don't know how. And I found that the best medium for doing that is to just talk about it. So that's my journey and how I came to be part of this because I really do believe that there's a lot of potential to, like in my 27 years of being alive and on this planet, I've learned a lot. I've seen a lot. I haven't learned everything, but I'm certainly no expert in the field of life. I don't want to be either. I've got plenty of shit I want to do. (laughs) But if I can do one thing, which is make someone feel better about overcoming some of the the stuff that they go through. Yeah. Mission successful. I'll retire at an early age and I'll I'll feel fucking great. What about you, Alyssa? What brought you to where you are now? Well, thank you for sharing your background, Ken. And, um, you know, I'm sure you've heard it a million times as we practice this thing. (laughs) I'm sure you've grown tired of it. Our first practice for sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, we totally haven't haven't just, you know, been spending the last couple of hours getting this shit right. (laughs) It's our, it's our first baby. It's our first episode. (laughs) Oh my God. We got Um, it right the first time. (laughs) Said no one ever. Um, so (laughs) yes, I definitely, we definitely share a lot in common as well. And, that helps. You know, it definitely helps. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm a traveler. I'm an adventurer. I always give something a go at least once. So why not a podcast, right? And tick that off the list. <laughs> tick. And so, you know, like everyone, my personal and work experiences have shaped who I am as a person today. And I have learned a hell of a lot so far on my journey of life. But one of the best decisions in my life really was traveling solo at 18, straight after high school. And uh, I, was, I was lucky to have supportive parents that actually encouraged me to go. So I took a gap year, a waitress gap. for the first, a gap year, gap year, and waitress for the first 
uh, half of the year and then saved up to head around Europe for about four and a half months. And to this day, I still tell people at a young age to travel, you know, don't go straight to uni, take the break. And who knows, maybe you'll discover something about yourself or change the direction of your path. But I think the younger you start, the better. Mm. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the person I am today without my solo experiences. So I returned to Australia, you know, with this completely new outlook on life. I'd just started uni and well, you know, I did what every, what many of us are told to do, finish high school, go to uni, get a job. So I did that. So, you know, I completed my degree in media and communications. I found a passion in public relations. It was a competitive, so it was a really competitive sector to get into. So I ended up having to do five internships, which led me to about a year's worth of work experience before I got my first full-time role. So, but my favorite part about uni was the opportunity opportunity to do study, study tours overseas, which was paid by the government and added to our hex debt, which was amazing. I don't think I'll... Thank you, government. I don't think I'll look at that for another 40 years, though. (laughs) At least. So I studied in Malaysia and Spain on two separate occasions. And that's really where I had, you know, sort of, I guess, the real life work experience and two of the biggest things that I took away from uni. So I worked in PR and comms for three years. Um, You know, at the time, it was my dream career. But alongside the great work experience I had, I also experienced some terrible accounts of workplace politics, bullying, sexual harassment. So I essentially taught myself Australia's workplace legal system. Um, I, I really do know it off the back of my hand now. It's pretty crazy. So to understand originally what what my, I guess, what was acceptable and what was not in the beginning and um that led me to starting a small project to help young people understand their workplace rights. And following this, I sort of realized that the corporate life just wasn't for me anymore. And I had also had some health issues in my family. So that really made me realize how precious life is. And I decided, okay, cool. You know what? I'm not going to spend one more day wasted in jobs that make me unhappy or stressed or relationships that are anxiety provoking or even looking at closely, even looking closely at friendships who are either adding to my happiness or detracting from it. So yeah, I quit my corporate life, spent time with my family, moved to Spain where I've now been living for eight months. Uh, I became an English teacher and a holistic wellness coach. And I just want to help young people realize that, you know, you don't have to tick society's boxes if it deep down doesn't resonate with you. And I want to inspire our listeners and, you know, to any of you that are listening that it's really possible to create your dream life today because you have a choice. We're the only type of living species that have choice. So if you want something, if you want something more and something bigger and more fulfilling, you can do that today if you make the choice. So I'm going to have this quote. It's, It's like, If you want the things you've never had, you've just got to do the things you've never done. And I love that. I think it is so powerful because that is literally how simple life is. If you, if you're complete. Yeah. (laughs) No, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I think that it's hard though, because on one hand, people don't want to change their behavior because we're pain resistant. Human beings as a whole do not like going through 
trials and tribulations to get from A to Z. And I get that. It's, it's tricky. It's complicated, but it's not impossible. And that's the thing. You have, to, you have to take the plunge. Or to put it in another way, you have to think of life like you're a train on a set of tracks, but you not only have control of the train, but you also have control of the tracks of which you veer onto. Yeah. If you continue to do loops, you're spinning your wheel. I mean, congratulations. If that's what you want to do in life, balls. No judgment here. I just can't do that shit. If you want to get to your destination, whatever that may be, whether it's happiness, you want to look fit, you want to solve global warming, you want to have a career that you love, you want to just travel overseas, whatever. If that's your destination, there are ways of getting there. And you have to realize that in some of these cases, the journey to get from where you are to where you want to be can be really, really difficult. Yeah. But there's no reason as to why you shouldn't be able to do it. You just have to understand that the path of least resistance may involve a hill or two along the way. You can either veer off and take the route that gets you there the longest, which is flat. It's painless, but it's long and probably not as fulfilling as getting there with hard work. But you skip the hard work and just bolt to the finish. You'll probably derail yourself and be in a position where you're worse off than when you when you started. So, yeah, that's my little analogy for the day. Um, no, more until, <laughs> no more until next week. No more until so, next week. Stay tuned. Stay so, tuned. I, yeah, I think, like, it's also not necessarily taking advice from from people just because they are older and potentially oh God, no. more wiser, but make sure that you're taking advice from the people who are where you want to be and who are on the same path as you and on the same journey as you because... 100%. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the biggest, the biggest sort of... Uh, analogies as well it's really important who you take that advice from and who who is on the same journey as you who you're surrounding yourself with yeah correct because it's too easy to obviously listen to what your parents uh, and your teachers have to tell you and by all means they have a they come from a place of wisdom and experience our generation learns things very differently we do things very much based on what our peers tell us and it's one of those things where Sure, we might share some experiences. What our parents went through versus what we went through at the end of the day, they could be similar, but times have changed so much. You cannot tell a Macintosh what an iPhone does. Like, it's just, it's, it's not going to work like that. There you go. There's another analogy. I, I gave you an extra one. Get one, get another for free. Are you sure, <laughs> are you, are you, sure you can't though? Should we double check with Siri? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just ask Google that question. (laughs) But yeah, so moving into what we want to talk about, because that's all about tongues. So I know you're very excited to talk about a few things. What are some of the, what are some of the upcoming episodes that we'll be talking about? I'm really, really excited to talk about a few different things. One being how to use gratitude and mindfulness to really create your dream life. I think a lot of people really don't know where to start. They don't know how to do it. They don't know. They don't, they say they don't have time for it, but at the end of the day, you need to make time for yourself. If you don't make time for yourself, you're not going to be in the best possible position to influence the people around you, how you affect the people around you, how you're going to be, how you're going to be as a friend, as a daughter, as a sister, as a girlfriend, whatever it is. So definitely some topics around that. Uh, Also dealing with 
mental health, um, dealing with your own mental health, but also assisting others that are going through it as well. Because, you know, we were never taught how to deal with mental health, you know, when it appears in our lives, how to deal with stress. So we suffer when we experience it because it just, you know, it's sort of thrown at us and it's like, oh, hang on a second. Like what we would, we never, we have never had the subject in school on mental health. So that's another thing that I'd love to do. We did. We had the HSC. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Gosh, that was, that was a stressful time, even though I did to be fair, though, actually, I should have been more stressed than I was. I was going out partying every, like on Thursday nights. At, oh, look at you managing. Look, <laughs> look at you multitasking. I know. Um, but I also, I also want to touch on why dating should be educated. I can I just said that I am uber keen for that one. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah, I, that, that's definitely going to be a fun one. And you know, let's let's you know let's talk about sex. Baby. Uh, (laughs) And a lot of those just, I guess, touchy issues that a lot of people don't really talk about. And we want to discuss them because we're all dealing with it. We're all going through some of this really, really same issues with online dating, those kind of things. Swipe left. Swipe swipe right. Actually, it is. It's always swipe swipe left, isn't it? Swipe left, swipe left, swipe left. Who swipes left anymore? I just swipe (laughs) right until I get the right one. (laughs) Um. So no, isn't it? It's it's swipe left, isn't it? When you don't swipe left is a rejection. Swipe swipe right is a yes. Is a yes. Yeah, that's right. Jesus, what apps are you? (laughs) You even date? God, God knows. Do I even date? God knows. So also, I also want to just discuss having an employee mindset versus an entrepreneurial mindset because people work for companies ten hours a day and then they come home and they don't work on themselves. Like they're they're happy to work ten hours a day for someone else. Then they'll come home. They're too tired. Watch what an episode of Netflix. Go to bed. Repeat the same thing day in day out. So I want to touch on a few different things about that um, with employment and making creating your own businesses and that kind of stuff. And then also I have I bought a Kindle last year actually. So I have been reading a lot more books and there's so many incredible books and documentaries that I've both watched and read that I would really, really love to share. And I'm sure Ken has many, many, uh, many a book. Yes. My crusade to end social media use on public transport has begun. (laughs) (laughs) I no, on the train to work, I often read books and I've found that truth is stranger than fiction. I am a big fan of reading nonfiction at the moment because the world that we live in is, it's a fascinating place. A lot of, I mean, look, I don't mind the odd fiction book now and then to escape reality, but let's be real. The one we're living in right now is, is a pretty interesting place. And the more you know about it, the better you are at playing the game. It is a game, isn't it? This, this earth we live in. Gosh, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing I want to talk about. Conspiracy theories and <laughs> some fun little, fun little topics. Okay. That one's over tequila. I mean, <laughs> that one's over tequila. Stay tuned for that episode. And also just how to better manage global warming is another one as well, because it's people don't realize that like God knows it's going to be half on fire, half flooded just within the next decade. And it's a serious thing. And a lot of people aren't really doing much difference. They think that recycling is just 
oh, I recycle, so I'm helping the planet. It's like there's a lot more things that we can do to really move forward and really help the planet in a better way. Correct. And without going into too much about it, it's not as simple as just planting 20,000 trees by 2020. Our approach to that will be revealed a bit more in detail when we talk about it. It's But we believe that it starts from within yourself, actually, to make the changes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. FYI. We are not preaching the gospel to anyone. No. We're not gonna be, <laughs> we do not believe in your internal tree. We just, <laughs> but we do have some, we have some fairly good ideas as to what constitutes good directional change for something like global warming, which we'll be excited to share with you down the road. But we're only planting some seeds for now. Exactly. And like any garden, it requires a bit of water, but it, that's tricky in this day and age because it's all drying up thanks to global warming. So... <laughs> Shame on you, global warming. Shame on you, global warming. So, yes. And also just how to become a foreigner in a new country like or learning how to become a local in a new country. I'd really love to touch on some things related to adapting to different cultures, different people, different time zones, different food, even, even dating as well, which is a whole other thing. So I really want to touch on really going into different areas in, in moving to a different country and, you know, with a language barrier as well. That's a whole new thing. So, you know, obviously in, in no means, like I'm an expert at any of this. However, I have a lot of different things that I know that people going through the same thing or maybe a friend or a, a, a loved one is going through similar things. And I, I, you know, I'm really excited to sort of share, yeah, share more about these, about these topics and, and especially in our discussion together. But what about you, Ken? What, what are some other things that we'll be talking about? I, I'm equally passionate about the stuff you want to talk about. I have a cent or two to add to each and every one of those. Uh, why first impressions count? This is a really important one in terms of who you meet, who you go to for job interviews, life in general. And it relates to a few biological things, which I believe fundamentally play a role in the way in which we as humans assess people based on the first time we lay eyes on someone and that ties into another topic which i want to talk about which is health and fitness dieting weight loss separating the fact from the fiction because there's a lot of garbage out there that's being spewed by people on the internet uh it's one of those things where we all want to look good at one level or another uh and some of us you know I think some of us lose track because of what we're told. And I want to sort of dispel a lot of the BS that I've come across in my time and my fitness journey. And I know you've obviously undergone a humongous fitness journey too. Yeah, so definitely. It's, yeah, and it's, I think it's one of those things where people have got to realize it's achievable. It's hard fucking work, but it's once you get there, you feel fucking great. And yeah the rewards for it too. And then there's also trying to have a balanced life. If there's one thing I've learned over time is that balance is one of the most important things you can achieve. And I don't mean just things like everything in moderation. I mean like being able to just work like an ocean where everything just sort of, sometimes you'll have busy times, sometimes you just need quiet times. And it's just about listening to your body and understanding when you need to tune out, when you need to be back into things. If you feel like there's a moment where you're a bit lonely, go check out with your friends. If you need to find new friends, go find them. It's just about, you know, responding to the inner part of you that needs to have a longing fulfilled. One of the th topics that we're talking about, in fact, this upcoming month is the pursuit of happiness. Talking about what it means to be happy in this day and age. It goes back to what you were saying before about ticking off society's boxes. Whether that means something to you, it's something that you want to achieve, or whether it 
you know, like us, we don't actually believe in ticking society's boxes. We really believe in listening to ourselves and understanding what matters most to us in the moment and whether are things that in the future we're actually working and striving towards. And then another one that we want to talk about that I'm passionate about is better managing your health. When we're growing up at school, we take six days because we don't want to go to school. Uh, <laughs> we do that at work too. If we don't we want do to that at work too. I, I, I never do a sick day at work. I mean, I totally didn't take oh, time off. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, okay. But, it's okay to dear Ken's employer. It's okay. I know it's like 7 p.m. over there or something, so he's not supposed to be at work. It's okay. Don't stress. <laughs> it's, it's currently 10 p.m., but I, the things we do for... Oh, 10 p.m. Oh, gosh. I'm supposed to be watching Game of Thrones right now, but oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Oh, <okay>. uh, <laughs> Priorities. But no, it's... But back to sickness, uh, we don't, unless you've got like a medical background, you've listened to Dr. Google. Don't do that, by the way. Yeah, don't do uh, that. That's really awful. You'll say that, I'll just tell you you've got cancer. And they'll be like, you're going to die. It can be hard because you don't know how to look after yourself. And again, kind of like fitness, there's a lot of information out there and, you know, not all of it's accurate. How do you dispel the fact from the fiction and, you know, what keeps you from being the GP's best friend where you're in there every friggin' week trying to get your same cold re-diagnosed because you're fearing for your life that it's going to turn into pneumonia. Unless, however, you're that one specialty who really likes taking their prescription medicine to the point where it's now an addiction. In which case, you go you. You do you. you do. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you do you. Yeah, we're not, but we're not all, you know, we're not about judgment at all on this, on this podcast where um, we are happy to hear from anyone and everything, but you do you. <laughs> exactly. And speaking of you, we actually really want to get you involved with this entire process. We want our listeners to come on board, reply to our episodes. We want to hear from you. If you like us, amazeballs. If you want to reply and add something to our discussion, even better. If you don't uh, agree with what we've had to say, I love it even more because we want variety on this channel. Yeah. And if, you, and if you hate us, amazing. We'll, we'll totally tell you to not join us and, and we'll move on in peace. But uh, the point is we want to hear from you. We'll even invite people to be guest speakers on our podcast from episode to episode to share their thoughts and feelings on the matter because, as we said, we're not experts in any one of these particular fields. Well, we like to think we are, but uh, if we're being modest for a change, we, we, we want to bring people on. But it all, it all starts with you and it all ends with you and it's really yeah. it's just the in-between that is it's being able to enjoy the journey rather than constantly focusing on what's next. Or where, or it's the not, it's never the destination. Or what it's now? It's exactly. Absolute. What now? So uh, you can catch us uh, for our episodes. We'll be uploading them every Wednesday at ten a.m. Central European time and six p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Every Wednesday, you'll find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and we'll also be posting regularly on Instagram and Facebook. So for those of you so, that are on YouTube, you know the drill. You know the drill, guys. You know the drill, like guys. And subscribe. Like and, like and subscribe. So like and subscribe. I need that dopamine hit, guys. That's the only thing I live for. I only live for social media uh, acknowledgement and the sound of my own voice. <laughs> well, if you liked our voices, you know where to find us. 
Indeed. So yeah, we'll catch you guys around next week on Wednesday for the start of our discussion of happiness. Until then, thank you very much for tuning in and we look forward to speaking with you guys next week. So what now? Indeed, what now? A question I ask myself every morning. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll speak to you soon. 